Welcome to another episode of the Army on Time podcast. And I'm sorry that we're going in a little bit late this week, but man, I got I got sick again. I don't know what it was, but um, I kind of lost my voice. I wasn't able to speak. Coming back now, so I might not be projecting my voice as, as uh, I normally do, but I wanted to get on and make sure that I, I give you guys an episode. And, you know, last week it was a great episode. I, I have fun doing it. I thought there was going to be a lot more people getting pissed about <laughs> about me choosing some watches for some um, military jobs. And I thought it was going to be people pissed. and I, it, But it wasn't. It, people people enjoyed it. People like it. A lot of people like it. So I'm glad. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll do it later again for a bunch of other jobs. But with that being said, there was there was a bunch of people that came in and said, I can't believe you forgot this job. I can't believe you forgot this job. Um, like I said, I, I didn't forget them. I know that they're out there. But it's you know, over 200 jobs. So it's kind of hard. I think it's like 215. So it's kind of hard to go in and, you know, keep an episode under three hours to cover watches for every job in the military. So um, I picked only one, a, a couple, but I will give you this. There was a, there was a user for, by the, the tag Instagram uh, handle of, Matt McD. <laughs> he uh he brought up the fact that I left the the best low hanging fruit out there. I left it hanging, and that was recruiters. <laughs> and I agree, you know, because I used to be a recruiter. So hear me here, right? Since I forgot about recruiters, and I think that was way too easy for me to forget it. I decided I'm going to tell you in this episode, at the beginning, a watch for recruit, the perfect watch for recruiters. <laughs> the perfect watch for recruiters is a fake Rolex Submariner. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, I'm going to leave it there. You know, I think that's the perfect watch for them. And, uh, and it, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. If you're a recruiter, hey, man, don't get off. I used to be a recruiter. So once upon a time. So, you know, I think a fake Rolex Submariner, gold Rolex Submariner, <laughs> Uh, fit recruiters perfectly to a T. So, because <laughs> um, we are grimy and we got to do what we got to do. So, hey, um, I think that's the perfect watch for for a recruiter, uh, military recruiter. So, yeah, um, yeah, definitely, definitely had to attack that one. You know, I couldn't leave, I couldn't leave it hanging. I don't know why I didn't address it on the last episode, but I thought, hey, I'll bring it up right now. So, next episode that we do this, we start fresh with other jobs. Don't worry, there's still some other jobs out there that deserve some crazy watches on their wrist. <laughs> but couldn't couldn't let go of uh, recruiters for for too long. All right. So this week, uh, you know, I uh, I'm by myself. 
It's just me. Uh, I think uh, I did notice that many other podcasts have been having um, guests lately. So I wanted to go and, you know, when they're singing, I'm going to sag and I'm going to do the opposite. So I'm going to go with just by myself. Um, and this is going to be a mumble jumble. Started with <laughs> perfect watch for a recruiter. And then we're going to go and cover a bunch of other stuff. So I'm going to start with new or recent releases that are not all of them. There's a lot of new releases out there. Not a lot of them that I want I really interest me a lot to talk about them, but there is some, there's some out there that I, I like to, to talk about them. So let's start. And the first one is the Christopher Ward, the 12th. And you know, it's been probably about a week, a week and some change. Uh, probably, yeah, probably about a week that this watch released. Um, and this is, you know, straight up a integrated watch like your PRX is or, you know, the Holy Trinity that people love to talk about when it comes to integrated bracelets. Um, but it, this is definitely higher end than the PRX. Uh, haven't tried it, so I couldn't tell you, it, you know, I mean, it's on pre-order right now. So obviously the people that have it is, uh, people that are either on the press, official press, I guess, and, uh, stuff like that. So I haven't tried it. It looks good though. You know, integrated bracelet, you can tell that the bracelet looks pretty solid, thin, kind of like your PRX bracelet, you know, very, very small links. Um, I like the look, honestly, I like the look, the dial texture again, like the PRX, um, different type of texture though, but it is there, um, colors, you know, it comes in white, um, well, they call it Arctic white. Uh, and one thing I will say is <clears throat> the the hands on this watch are better than on the PRX um, and the markers, right? The PRX markers are very thin. Um, loom is not amazing. And the hands are also very thin. So it's they're giving you a lot for the price that they're giving you, honestly, because the PRX is... is it's way under a thousand dollars, you know, so they're giving you a lot and they're putting that money in other areas that is not the loom or the hand or the, you know, the loom on the hands or the indices. So, it, I mean, this one is higher in price, you know, it's $1,225, so $1,225 and it, loom is better The our markers are wider so there's more loom um the hands are wider so there's more loom in there and and it seems very nice it seems a very nice simple dial it doesn't have a, a lot of writing on it it just says automatic in the bottom and the top it doesn't say anything it just has the christopher ward uh flag so that's pretty good it's pre-ordered for mid-may um so here pretty soon you start seeing it um getting released but it looks good, honestly. It, it, it does look good. <clears throat> it's, um, 
100 meters of water resistance. The loom is blue in color. So very again, very articulated. It, it looks like a quick release type of uh, bracelet. So that's pretty cool. Now, it's 40 millimeters, but again, this is an integrated bracelet. So integrated bracelets do fit, fit differently, right? Um, very differently. So if you're not, they tend to actually wear smaller, but, but it all depends on how they execute the articulation of that first link on the bracelet. Because if it's, super integrated and it's a little bit more stiff it's going to feel like it's part of the bracelet or of the case and it's going to extend the visual of that watch and they tend to be flat on top of your wrist so they don't curve down which with that visualization from from the integrated bracelet is going to tend to seem a lot longer than it is right but if they do it well right you can tell the difference of the bracelet and the case and they tend to be very short because there's no actual lugs in there, right? True lugs. They cut in. So, you know, from the bezel to the lugs is a very short distance. So it tends to be a very short lug to lug, which makes it wear smaller. Like, for example, this one is a 40 millimeters. And it's 44.5 lug to lug. That's short as hell. Right? So it will make it wear smaller. But at the same time, depending on how that bracelet, you know, fits in, the articulation of it, and so on and so on. And it looks like it's very well executed here on the pictures. But I, I couldn't tell you for sure. In that case, it will make it seem smaller, which is good for, for people that like smaller watches. But again... Since they're flat, it's something that you have to try it on, okay? Integrated bracelets is not for everyone. Um, I hate that a lot of times people, you know, people think, oh, it's an integrated bracelet. They think of the trilogy. They hear good reviews. They go f with it. And, it, you know, I, I think that's not, it's, it's not something that it should be as, as quick of a decision like that. Because... Integrated bracelets are very different. So try it on. Try one on. If you like the style and you want something, you know, you can go to a, a Tissot AD and uh, and try a PRX. And if you like the PRX, how it fits, or if you have a friend that has a PRX, try it on. If you like how it fits, if you kind of like the look, but you want something a little bit more high-end, go with this one. Go with the Christopher Ward, the 12, and then get you that. Now, you know, Look, the PRX has a Powermatic, a Powermatic 80 movement, so it's 80 hours of power reserve, and it is pretty accurate uh, on the movement, and it's also pretty accurate on the amount of hours that you're going to get for that uh, power reserve. It is a good movement. I'm a fan of that movement um, for, the for that price range. It is extremely, extremely good. This one is a Salida 200, you know, dash one is this is i mean it's the 28.8 you know four hertz but this is 38 hours of power reserve okay so if you're strict strictler about power reserve this is not the watch for you so 
that's one thing. But the watch itself looks pretty good. Um, and honestly, that's really all I have. I don't really have much more other than that. Um, I know it comes in in a <clears throat> it's titanium. I'm sorry, I forgot to say it's titanium. Um, it comes in well. They have a titanium version, and they have a like a bluish uh, color dial that, as it goes out, kind of ombre. I guess it turns into black. Looks pretty good. It's a pretty good, um, good looking, um, good looking watch. Good looking watch. They have a purple, also in titanium. They have a light blue that's steel. The white is steel, and the black is steel. Okay. Honestly, man, the, the the purple looks pretty sexy, and they have it on 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 Robert bracelet or Robert strap. I'm sorry, Robert strap. If um if you prefer that, I don't look the look of the Robert strap doesn't do it for me. If I was gonna go for this watch, I would do the bracelet. That's part of the you know the experience of the integrated bracelet <clears throat> watch. So there you go. So that's the Christopher Ward 12. Now. Moving on from that, the Notice, Notice released the Unity. This is a $700 watch that it begins shipping May 8th, so a couple of days from, from now, from today. And this is another hit, honestly. Notice has been doing hits left and right. You know, this is a very texture dial and right now they have it in blue and they have it in pink and it, both colors are kind of pastel and damn I gotta tell you the color is perfect to to accent the texture on the dial you know is the perfect it, they gave it a perfect color to accent those uh that texture in the dial it looks so good like man it is really good. the texture is really nice man that's a a very sexy watch it doesn't have crown guards um the the hour markers are kind of carved into it. it, it re, like, recess, basically. The white. Man, it looks good. It looks good. I'm looking at it right now. So the thing about this dial that I like a lot, other than the texture, is it, it says notice at the 12. Automatic underneath that. At the 12 also. And that's it. Nothing else. It doesn't say absolutely anything else, which I like. You know, I like minimal type of uh, text on on watches. It has a bezel that's the same color. It's a plain bezel that has the same color of the of the dial, uh, smooth. In contrast to the dial, which is texture, it's really really nice, really nice. Another really good looking watch. Now. You know, is it for me? No, it's not for me. You know, I think that I have mentioned in the past, <clears throat> one of the things that I have come to understand pretty quickly 
in my um, collecting journey, I should say, is the fact that, you know, for me, it, I stay within the parameters that are my preferences, right? So I have bought watches in the past that are really great watches that I think are really well made and so on and so on. But they're not for me. They're not the type of watch that I prefer, right? And the way I do it is if I'm going to buy a watch without trying it on, I'm going to buy a watch that is inside my preferences, right? Some The things that I prefer. Is it going to be 100% on it? No. But it, at least the the my priorities and preference have to be there. You know, I prefer vessels that are either GMT or Diver. Honestly, I prefer Diver more. But, you know, that type of, of more of a tool watch look is what I prefer. Now, can this be a, a used in a, in, in a daily tool watch capacity? Sure. I mean, it's 150 meters of water resistance. That's more than enough. You know, it, it, I've talked about this before. It's a screw down crown, which is honestly what you should be looking for more than having 300 meters of water resistance because let's be honest majority of us are not going to utilize that so 150, 150 meters of water resistance with a screw down crown is perfect you know but it you know it this is more of in the in the category of a a day just right something that is casual that you use on your everyday life but not something that looks very tooly, right? So um, it, I like it. It's just not for me. Now, for the watches that like this one don't fit my category, my rule is if I try it on and it changes my perspective, then I'll buy it, you know? And that's why a lot of times I say, you know, this is a very unique watch. You should try it first or whatever. And that's what happened to me with the PRX. I bought the PRX after I tried it, because at first I didn't think it was going to be for me. I said, I don't like it. I, I'm not going to buy it. I went to buy a watch for my wife, ended up trying it, fell in love with, with the, the feel of the bracelet right away before I even put it on my wrist, put it on my wrist, changed my mind completely, ended up buying it. Right. And honestly, haven't changed my mind since. So who knows? Maybe this is a watch that would do that for me. But at, at this moment, it's not something that I would buy for me myself because I prefer, like I said, GMT or or um, um, dive watches. So that's that. But this is a watch that I can see many people enjoying, you know. And again, you know, this is a 36 and a half millimeters. It's smaller um, when it comes to, to the, you know, the diameter of the watch is 11.3 millimeter thickness and it is 43.5 millimeters lug to lug. So I think that's, it has amazing measurements that even though it's smaller, it will, it will feel like it's there and it won't feel like it's too small. So I think that's a good, a good combination for measurements. So I think this is a great watch. I think this is a great watch, especially now the watches are coming down in sizes and people are enjoying them in the smaller versions. So I think this is a great, um, again, it, you know, screw down crown, box sapphire crystal, blue anti-reflective coating on the underside, fixed bezel, which is, you know, a ceramic insert and is, you know, polished and is 
smooth. Um, 150 meters of water resistance, Super Luminova. Now, it has 20 millimeters to 60 millimeter taper on the bracelet with the Nodex clasp. And that's sexy, okay? <laughs> because let me tell you, one of the things the Nodex do or executes very well is their bracelets. I love their bracelets. Their bracelets tend to be very thin. They tend to be, you know, not thin to the point that it feels frail, but thin to the point that it feels right, right? And that tapering that they do from 20 to 16, oh, man, it's sexy. You know, it's. I'm telling you, one of the things that I love about Notice the most is their bracelets. They execute them amazingly. And adding the Notice clasp, is a is a pretty uh, cool move. Movement is a Miyota caliber ninety fifteen. It's a pretty good um, um, Miyota caliber. Forty one hours of power reserve, plus minus eight seconds per day. That's being regulated by notice. So that's that's again that's a very good, very good um, accurate movement um, after being regulated by notice. So pretty good, pretty good qualities right there, you know, and this is $700. So, you know, you can't ask for much more than, than what they're giving you, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty well executed watch. And, you know, the pink, honestly, I consider buying this for my wife <laughs> it, just to have the excuse to buy it, to wear it. But, you know, my wife is not into wearing multiple watches and she already has one. So uh, I, I'm, I will be going against my own advice of not doing that, you know, for a non-watch person. So I'm not going to do it. But this is if you have a, a, a significant other that likes, you know, watches, too. There you go. This might be your excuse to get that that watch and, you know, get you a get you a good uh every now and then let me go ahead and see it how what it looks like on my wrist you know <laughs> so there you go another great watch by by notice now moving on from from that one we have yema yema released the their urban field watch and this one comes in two different sizes 37 and a half and 40 millimeters so again i'm not a field watch fan but this one looks pretty good it's you know a little bit different i like when watches look different so this one looks pretty different yama for those of you that don't know is a french watch company this is a pretty good looking decorated movement you know if you look at it it has it, it, it looks pretty nice um the movement itself yeah so it's a again a salita sw210 one bravo it's plus minus seven seconds a day which is a very good very good uh movement um, they have different colors. This one is $949. It comes in a strap. And uh, and it's kind of, I would say, I don't know. It, 
bronze it's not bronze color it's lighter i don't know i don't know what to call it kind of like in between is a bronze that is it's kind of throwing to more of the khaki side right more of the lighter side um and and that's the one that i'm taking a look at right now <clears throat> and that one it, it looks good you know it's it has a smaller diameter when it comes to the hour our markers and past that it has your minutes on a wheel on a black wheel so you know it's it's different because it gives you that look of a kind of like a compression diver watch but this is not compression diver at all it's a field watch so it doesn't have a second crown but it has that roulette wheel in the outside of the hour marker so the hour markers are more compressed into the dial into the inside of the dial so it doesn't give you a lot of negative space a lot of dead space on the dial so it looks pretty good um the the hour markers look very polished they're black they're very polished the one three five seven nine and eleven are actual numbers the rest are are just markers and they look very they very polished so it gives contrast against the dial the dial looks like it's texture <clears throat> and uh and then that wheel on the outside it gives it a, a very unique look look you know the bracelet it looks it looks yeah and it's not for me not for me on the strap it looks better on the strap it looks better but again the 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 movement is the Salida movement but it's a decorated by Yema movement and it's it looks very pretty very very sexy very sexy the crown has the Y for Yema um it's a display case back sapphire case back you know it looks looks pretty cool it honestly does but you know i don't know it's uh it's it has so 10 100 meters of water resistance you know i don't know it's um it's not for me not for me but for those of you that like the loom is not very great so i don't know to me one of the things that that I would want on a watch that I say is, you know, a field watch is for, for the loom to be, to be very pronounced, but <clears throat> nevertheless, it's a, it's a pretty sexy watch. Again, just, I'm not into field watches. If I was going to buy a field watch, maybe this one will be $949. So that's that. Now, one that I, I was pretty excited about, even though I'm not a chronograph guy, is the Doxa C the Sub 200 Seagraph 2, right? So they Doxa had the, had the Sub 200 Seagraph. This is the new version. <clears throat> it looks very sexy. I mean, it's the typical case the the Doxa uses. For the sub 200 um it has it's a, it's a chronograph but it has a diving vessel so it's it's different it looks sexy um i mean i'm looking at the blue dial and it has the, the hour markers have a red ring around it it looks honestly sexy as hell so 
the markers are white and it has that red around it Ooh, it makes it pop really nice it looks very good it's you know 42 millimeters it's man very nice very very nice so yeah now this is 56 hours of power reserve is uh, decorated by doxa for the movement you know doxa doesn't tend to have a lot of power reserves so this is on the high end on the high side for power reserve for doxa so 200 meters of water resistance again for a chronograph that's pretty good it has a screw down crown 46 millimeters lock to lug yeah the lug width for the strap is 20 millimeters this is pretty nice it's pretty nice i like it, it I, I, this one i enjoy <clears throat> i enjoy a lot honestly it looks it looks pretty good it, it, you know right here it comes with a you can got you can have a strap a rubber strap or you can have a beads of rice style uh, bracelet which is is pretty good <coughs> and uh, yeah the blue the blue that I'm talking about is the is the Caribbean is the Caribbean uh, uh, version but obviously they have the 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 typical doxa orange dial which the orange dial is gonna have a steel bezel they have the black dial with the black bezel they have the the light blue or baby blue with the steel bezel, yellow with the steel bezel, and um, kind of like silver dial with the blue uh, with the steel bezel. So there's a lot to choose from, but this is again uh, is Doxa, so it's more expensive. This is we're talking about twenty eight hundred dollars, almost twenty nine hundred dollars for the professional, uh, which is the orange and uh, on the bracelet and just $40 less to go with the strap so higher in price when it comes to all the watches that we have talked about now the the last watch I want to talk about is the Tissot C-Star 40 millimeter that just came out um, the two the is the, is a T, it's a C Star one thousand right. So I don't know if you guys have seen the Tiso C Star that I have, the C Star one thousand that I have is 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 the automatic version. Um, this is a quartz version. Now, looking at this right, I don't know if you guys have ever heard me talk about my my C Star 1000 I always said it is an amazing watch that just needs to do two things go down in size and lose the T on the counterway for the seconds right but honestly the counterweight on the seconds for the T it does I don't mind it as much I just want the the watch to come down in size it could be so great now they did it but they did it on the quartz version <laughs> so i i don't have anything against quartz i don't um but i would love to have this exact same watch 
the Seastar 1000 40 millimeter on the automatic version to give variation, right? That way people that want quartz can use the quartz and people that want automatic can get the automatic. I like quartz watches. Honest, honestly, I do. But I do prefer automatic watches. And, you know, this is not a very expensive watch that I would prefer to have on an automatic version. The Powermatic 80 movement is a great movement. I, I just, I would prefer to just go with, with the automatic version. So, you know, looking at it, some of the things that they did right is the fact that they did come down on the, on the sizing, right? The lugs are thinner, which is a really good move on their part. Because their lugs right now on the C-Star 1000, the automatic version, they're, I think, in my opinion, a little too thick. It takes away from the watch. So having them slim down and kind of curve in um, is a very good move on their part. The Not the hour marker, but the minute marker um, hand the minute hand ha has a, a longer, slimmer uh, loom uh, portion or loom part, a loom insert, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it honestly looks better. <clears throat> it does look better. Now, the one I have has a circle window date with the date being the same color as the dial. This one went to a square at the still at the six o'clock but it's a square window and the the date wheel is white doesn't match the dial so that's a thing that if you are you don't like that then this is probably not gonna be for you <clears throat> so that's that but honestly it looks really good and it's a good move coming from tiso and and this is a thing right I think that Tissot has found a lot of success on the PRX line. So lately they have been focusing on the PRX line, which is honestly is a good move. I mean, they they have been selling like hotcakes. You know, everyone wants one. Not everyone, but majority of people wants one. They've been killing it with the colors. They have different sizes. The quartz version, even the quartz versions are selling like crazy. So you know, it's, it's a good move to concentrate on that, you know, is the one watch that is giving them a lot of excitement right now. So con they're concentrating on that and I understand it. And it, and the Tiso is not really famous right now for their divers. So even though the Tiso 1000 and the Tiso and the, I mean, the Seastar 1000 and the Seastar 2000 are very capable divers. I mean, the, this T the C the Star One Thousand is a three hundred meter, you know, diver with eighty hours of power reserve, you know, and the two thousand is is six hundred meters of, of water resistance. So it's it's insane, you know. But um, I get it, you know, they're not being they're too big, and you know, people 
are not going after him right now. So why concentrate on a watch that is not selling instead of concentrate on the PRX line, which is selling like crazy? But this is a good move. You know, I think that it will attract more people into the TSO dive line. But they just need to offer the same watch in automatic. Unfortunately, not a lot of people are going to go for a 40 millimeter quartz, you know, uh, diver. So, and if they were going to, they would probably go for a scarfa, right? So, uh, honestly, I mean, I would too. But, it, you know, this is, again, I, the Tissot C-Star 1000 for me, I feel I have fallen in love with that watch. I think it's, it's very underrated. I think it provides a lot for the price. When I bought it, I bought it with a 10% discount. It was like 500 and something dollars. So for less than $600, I bought that watch. That watch is robust as hell. Okay, It, it can take a beating. And it, the movement, uh, like I said before, the Powermatic 80 movement is a good movement. So it gives you a lot of power reserve. It gives you pretty accurate uh, time. So, it, you know, I feel like if they executed this exact same watch, you know, don't change anything, but put it out as a automatic version, this will be a killer, right? <clears throat> this will be a killer watch. The The bracelet is is different from the C Star 1000 from before, but it's the same that this the the C Star 2000 had, and the same than the 36 millimeter version of the 1000 has. So I'm not an extreme fan. I would say that I will probably put it on a on a strap just like I have my C Star 1000 right now. But man, I. This watch, I think the 36 millimeters was a good move to put them on, on the quartz, uh, on the quartz side of the house, right? Because let's be honest, not not a lot of guys are gonna buy a 36 millimeter dive watch, right? I think the 39 is what people are raving about right now, and I think that's kind of the perfect measurement for divers. <clears throat> so when you're talking about 36, probably more females are going to buy this. Um, or maybe not people that are so much into watches. And I think that when it comes to that, <clears throat> they they probably will buy a quartz over an automatic watch. But when it comes to the 40 millimeter, I think that having an automatic version will help them out selling a lot more, right? And this is, you know, again, it's a good-looking watch. So looks good. They have it on on, um, on on black. They have it on blue. They have it on black with gold accents, gold color accents, okay? It's not gold, but it's gold color accents. So, you know, it, it, it looks very good. Now, one thing that they do with this is they went, obviously, it doesn't have a displaced case back. The C-Star 1000 typically has a, um, a display case back because they want you to see the Powermatic 80 movement. This one is a quartz movement, so it doesn't have that. It's a, 
is it you know steel stamped on um case back and it has c star on it right so it, it pretty good looking very good looking watch i think it's it's more to add into the tso c star line i don't know i don't know the movement itself is a at a F06.412. That's the quartz movement that they're using. So it's an ETA movement. So, <clears throat> you know, it takes a 371 battery cell. It's an easy, you know, movement to maintain. Right? So that's that. And, and again, the C-Star 1000, it's not that much of a difference in, in, in sizing. It's a 43 millimeter. So you have a 43 millimeter and you have a 40 millimeter. Not that big of a difference in sizing, but the main, the main thing that they did here that I love and they really on the right direction is the slimming of the lugs. Really, really something that was needed. So slimming that down is, uh, is a really good move. So who knows? Maybe, you know, eventually we'll see a 40 millimeter automatic version. And if that happens, I will be selling my current Tissot Seastore 1000 and getting the 40 millimeter because I think that will make it a staple of a watch that will stay in my collection forever. Because I think it's, I think it's a very versatile watch, you know. And again, this, you know, the the one that they just released, Quartz Movement, is um, is a 40 is a 425 dollar. Um, watch on the bracelet rubber strap i think is 395 so very economical very economical again this is from tso so it's a good good watch for uh for a good price i just man i wish they had gone with the <clears throat> with the automatic version already but good watch you know nevertheless now, the for new watches and new releases, that's pretty much all I have. Um, like I said, I, I was sick. I kind of lost my voice, so I wanted to to uh, I still wanted to come in and, and and talk about watches, but I wanted to keep it short, um, trying to rest my voice. I would tell you that. I have, I have, uh, I have been looking for what my next, uh, my next person that I want to bring into, into the, the podcast is, I don't know, I don't know, um, I want a Space Force person. <laughs> I mean, I was talking with this, uh, with uh, Jason about this, you know, like I need a space for person to come in the podcast. You know, I've made fun of them way too much. I need, I need someone to come in. Does anyone knows a space force person that's into watches that is willing to come into the podcast? Please let me know. I, I really want someone from the space force to come into the podcast and, uh, talk about watches and talk a little bit about space force and what they do 
or don't do. <laughs> now, pretty soon I'll come back with um with the episode for the rest of the jobs in the army, which I know I left a lot out, and that will probably be another long episode. But for this week, that's pretty much it. Kept it kept it uh, short, kept it sweet, and um, hope hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, talked a little bit about. Um, new releases, new watches that are out there, and then talked a little bit about <laughs> the best watch for for a recruiter that I forgot about and someone remind me of. I'm telling you, man, think about it. Recruiters, fake uh, gold Rolex Submariner, man. You know how much mo- how much more uh, uh, people will come into the army. If they see recruiters, <laughs> they don't know it's a fake. You know, they don't know it's a fake. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. So, yeah, um, that's pretty much it. Hopefully you guys enjoy it and talk to you guys soon.